Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Hey, beloveds. I hope you're having a really good week. Missed you. Last week, we were on a little bit of vacation, so I decided to take a little time for myself, which is like, what do you do with that? But it was nice. We got some rest, had some sun time with the fam, so it was good, but I'm back. Thank you guys for coming back and listening to my little corner of the world because I like to chat with you guys, tell you all things mom life, all things fiance life, all things work and workouts. And in this case, all things new normal, if that's what you want to call it, I guess. So it's been a couple of weeks since things have started reopening here in Maryland and I guess, you know, around the world or whatever. And everybody that I've talked to has been 50-50 on either being excited or super anxious about what we're calling the new normal, wearing masks everywhere and going to places that 30 to 50 cent capacity, having to dine outside. And I happen to lean towards the anxious side of the coin. Like I thought I would be so happy for the world to resume normalcy. Like take the gym, for example. Y'all know I was jonesing for the gym. I loved the idea of creating my own little like workout space in our home downstairs in the basement. But it's not the same thing as going to a gym, working out with my trainer, being around my gym buddies, hearing the clanging of the weights and the atmosphere and just getting it, you know? You do what you can at home, but for me, it's just more of a raw experience to go to the gym. Um, and I have been back for three personal training sessions and albeit absolutely necessary, absolutely appreciated how my gym has become super safe and implemented these guidelines and stuck to them rather strictly. I love that. However, it's so anxiety producing for me sometimes. Like the gym is my therapy. It's my release. But obviously you want to be careful and as careful as they are, like, I mean, you have to wear a mask. You have to bring your own towel. The locker rooms, you can't go in there anymore. Obviously you can't use the showers. They ordered this special like air, air filtration system to like weed out all the bacteria in the air or whatever that thing does. It's awesome. But it's just different. Like uh, working out as a ne- working out with a mask on is necessary, but it sucks. Like I'm not a person that is really great with my breath in my workouts. I want to be like, go for it. And you can't do that with a mask. Or at least you have to learn how to control your breathing a little better. So I guess that's a plus because I'm going to feel like a rock star the minute that I don't have to work out with that mask. Who knows when that's going to be, but it's just a really different switch to this new normal. Now, mind you, I'm not a person that's not accustomed to change. I was actually just thinking about this the other day because my fiance and I bought a house and I'm like, I haven't lived anywhere, anywhere, not a one place for more than three years. 
not in a state, but like in one housing, apartment, house, condo, whatever. Not more than three years. And I was like, so, okay, I bounce around a lot. I've lived in several different states, Michigan. I've lived in Nashville. I've lived in, you know, Memphis, Atlanta, you know, Florida, and now here. So I'm not usually a person that's afraid of change, but this sort of new normal is like, because even going outside and being around people for some reason is anxiety producing to me. Me, who's a public figure who goes and talks on our Jingle Ball concert in front of 20,000 people. That's not a brag. That's just saying I'm used to being around crowds. I'm actually better in crowds than I am in small groups, I feel like, because when you see the whites of their eyes, it freaks me out. But in the gym, in terms of being around people, I've been okay because I think they're operating at like 30% capacity right now. So me and my personal trainer, we stay six feet apart, which is also different because I'm blessed enough that I have been working out with this trainer and with that gym and with these movements for long enough that I can kind of like self-correct. But imagine being a beginner that doesn't really know anything about swinging kettlebells and stuff like that. It'd be difficult to learn right now. So I guess I'm like, as I'm telling you these things that are anxiety producing in this new normal, I'm also trying to reel it back in and spin the positive of it. Sprinkles of positivity in there for you. But yeah, like I went for the first time to a restaurant that we've gotten takeout for a lot during quarantine. But this was the first time we went with uh, Marshall's cousins and their little son, Chase and Lyric. Uh, we, we sat outside on the patio. Like you could have sat inside, but all, both of us were like, you know, we don't really want to. And it wasn't too hot outside at that point. So I was like, well, let's just sit outside. It still freaked me out to have the server so close. Even though that girl was wearing a mask, I'm sure she sanitized her hands over and over and over again. Like little things that you wouldn't think of before that you think of now in this new normal. Like, okay, we just gave her our credit card. Now Marshall's going to take said credit card and put it in his wallet. Did he sanitize the credit card? Where did that pen come from that we just signed? Like what? These are all things that you would not normally think of pre-COVID-19. And I don't like to live in paranoia because I'm a person that has anxiety to begin with. It's just kind of in my DNA. So then you bring this in there. And another thing is like, I'm really hoping there's a time, at least sometime soon, again, who knows when, that Lyric won't know this world of masks and over excessive use of hand sanitizer. Well, he'll probably still have that. But, you know, where you can just freely roam and you don't have to stay away from people. Like the fact that my four-year-old knows how to say coronavirus, like what four-year-old would usually say something like that. It's crazy. But I don't want to be that mom that like invokes my fear onto him because kids think that there's this like mystical world where mommy can do all and she's a superhero and I love that world, but it's not always true. So your fears can transfer onto them. It's like that old adage of like when they fall and you go, ah, don't do that as a mom because they freak out when you freak out. So it's like I'm trying not to turn my kid into a germaphobe, but in these day and ages, you almost want to. So, you know, the restaurant experience was great. It was good to, like, go and feel somewhat normal. But then there's other experiences, like that same day when we went with Marshall's cousins to a petting farm. Now, it was a smaller one, like, in the city new market where we live, it's, like, you know, it's Maryland, but it's very, very small town, Maryland, which I never thought I would be a country girl. What has he done to me? But I love it out here. Like it's very, very sweet. And it reminds me a lot of Georgia because 
even though Georgia had those bigger city vibes, it was like people smiled at you, which is also hard wearing a mask. I'll get to that in a second. Um, and it's nice here. But we went to this little farm, and I'm freaking out. Normally, I'd be freaking out about the animals being nasty, you know, sanitizing after that. But it's like the little kids, they don't really know social distancing for the most part. And it felt like people got real comfy at this petting farm because they were outside. I don't know the stats on is it airborne, is it not, this, that, and the third, but it just gave me a little anxiety. Like, I'm not the Karen that's going to be like, you're not wearing a mask, get away from my child. Like, that's not me, but it does make me gasp a little bit when people get kind of close because there's also the moments where you're chasing after your kid, your kid runs up to you, you have to go grab said kid, and you get closer than six feet apart. It happens. Like, even the hayride. I love me a hayride for Lyric. He's obsessed with it. He loves all things tractors and cars and things that go. But on said hayride, it was so hot. So you don't want to be wearing a mask. But then again, these people are close to you. What if this one sneezes? You know, it's like all these different emotions and things when you think you're going to be so excited to go do these little normal life things and they freak you out. And then I'm also starting to think like, I used to be a mom that when I had a minute or if I had two hours during the day to do something for myself, I wanted to go see a movie. That used to be my thing. I can't wait to go see movies. That was like Marshall and I's date night. We would go to dinner and a movie and that was our thing. It was something we really loved to share when we were dating and I want to get back to that. But y'all know how musty a lot of movie theaters smell that there's a lot of crap breeding in there. Can you imagine? It makes me itchy just thinking about it right now. And maybe that's why movie theaters are probably one of the last things to open because they got to disinfect, y'all. Disinfect. I I just, I hope at a certain space that I will get over this part of it. Like, I don't want this to be the real life new normal. Like, it's the new normal for right now. But is this going to be if I ever, ever, like... I just think about what our concert's going to be like going in, in, you know, into the future because that's a big part of my industry. It's also a big part of like our yearly celebration of all the hard work we put in. And, you know, I understand there are worse things in life than to not have a concert every year, but damn, it sucks. You know, everyone, some way harder than others, has been affected in some way, shape, or form with COVID-19 and social distancing and businesses closing and people losing their jobs. I get that, respect that. My heart goes out to the people that had that happen to them. You know, I didn't realize the social effects that were going to come. Like, my son did come out of school for a month and a half, His but his school had a program for essential workers. My fiance is a police officer and I was considered essential, you know, going to work for the radio station. Um, So he was able to go to school five days a week still. But even now, socially, it's different. Like he's very stuck to his one teacher that he loves because for that month and a half, two months, it was really her, him, and like four other students, whereas there was a classroom that used to be like 20 22, I think his class had. So now they can't walk, we can't walk them in or out. The teachers have to do it when they leave, when we come to pick them up. And now, if this one teacher doesn't come bring him to or from class, hissy fit central. And I'm trying to rework my brain in that he's not being an attention seeking brat. It's just that 
this person became even more of a constant for him in a close way than there was before. So it's like, can you imagine the students that aren't going to be able to go to school or those kids, their first year of kindergarten, which that's lyric next year, they're going to go to school two days a week. I think that that was the options for right now for schools here in the DMV area. At least it was Virginia, I think, that two days a week in school and then three three days a week virtual and then one day a week just on their own. And I'm like, what in the hay? Like, how would you do that? How do you do that with childcare? Like, that's taking on almost like another child's worth of expenses. What? And listen, I don't know everybody's, I, I don't know the stats on whys and whos. And I know some people are like, Riley, well, there's a reason for this and blah, 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 blah. And I understand teachers are probably petrified because a kid gets a common cold. You know the teacher's going to come with it. Can you imagine this? You don't want to go to work being afraid. But this new normal freaks me out. You know, I was mentioning earlier in the podcast about um, smiling at people. Weird, simple things that you don't think about. Like when you're wearing a mask, I've acquired this nod at people because, you know, they can see you kind of like you can see a friendly like smile in somebody's eyes, but they don't really know. And people barely smiled before when... (laughs) You know, when I'd be in stores and stuff. So now it's it almost feels even worse that you can't, like, see the facial expressions. Like, I'm not single. I'm about to be married in a couple of months. But can you imagine flirting with a mask on? Like, how does that work? You just walk up and, like, squeeze their butt? Like, hey. Because you can't, like, smile at them. And winking looks weird. <laughs> this whole avenue of everything changing. At first, a lot of people were like, well, this is great for the environment. I mean, my insurance rate did go down. Because less people are driving everywhere. So there's a plus sprinkle of positivity again for you. But it just changes everything for everyone. Like one of Marshall's um, fellow police officer friends, he's also the best man in his wedding, has a little girl that has an existing condition. So her and her brothers, her two brothers and the mom have had to go live with themselves. And because he goes to work every day and is around a lot of people as a police officer, it's not safe for him to live there. Crazy. like necessary but like can you imagine that being your all the time for who knows how long you know I had a best friend that got COVID-19 and thank god she's okay she's on the mend she's 20 days out from it but I can't imagine the anxiety that she's gonna feel eventually going in crowded spaces and airports I haven't done that yet but ugh. If I'm freaking out going to a petting farm and an outdoor dining experience, can you imagine what's going to happen in the airport? Uh, That's going to be a whole other ball of wax (laughs) within itself. But sprinkling in that positivity again as to not end this podcast all frumpy-wumpy, you know, there were a lot of blessings that came along with it. Like, I really got to enjoy my little area and really get to know my fiance's house as our house and what it felt like to have something together before we moved into our new house. And thanks to COVID, the interest rates were real low. So we were able to get this nice new house. I know I'm not, I'm not bragging here at all. I'm just trying to shed light on a lot of the positive things. Like I would sit here and say, Oh my God, we got so much family time, but That kid is with us all the time. Like, we have not gone on a date in six months. 
So we get enough family time. We could use a little time off. (laughs) I was trying to be positive, but I don't know. Like, do y'all feel any kind of weird anxieties about going out and stuff? Like, I'm not a bar girl anymore. I I sure as hell was when I was like fucking 20. But in 25 and 26 and 32 and whatever, before I had a kid, I was very much about the clubs. I couldn't imagine going into a club right now. Bathrooms, I'm sure they've disinfected, but still. Like, amusement parks. That makes me very sad because Lyric went to Disney for his third birthday and loved it. But I always wanted to take him back when he was like five, six, seven because he could really enjoy it then and like really understand what was going on. I don't know that that's going to happen now. I know it will happen eventually, but not as we knew it before. Not as it was before. Maybe they'll do something about those lines because there won't be as many people. There's a, aha, there's another positive for you. But yeah, you guys, I just like wanted to talk to you guys about how like this new normal is good. It's good that things are reopening. God willing, there won't be a second wave of this nonsense. Who knows? But it's been different. Keeping it real, y'all. Not all rainbows and Skittles at all with COVID-19. But yeah, I want to hear you guys what your anxieties have been, how your experiences have been going to things. Like, have you ridden the Metro? How's that been? Oh, like I can't, like they give me anxiety just because I have no sense of direction, but I can't imagine how that would be. But hit me up in the DMs. I like to hear what you guys like about this podcast, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of, less of. Your experiences, the DMs are always open for clean stuff, y'all. About to be a married woman. Hit me up at Riley Couture. That's R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Snapchat is Riley Couture 7. And then, or no, 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 sorry. Snapchat is at Radio Recon. And then TikTok, as if we don't have enough of these social media platforms, is Riley Couture 7. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. And I will talk to you on Friday with the Fave Five. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. It's really Riley.